0: What's going on, welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat burning furnace and muscle building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, Controversies and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back. What's up? Today, we're talking about how to kill your bad habits, how to kill your bad habits. If you develop the tools to destroy your bad habits, if you develop the tools to really Master your life. Like a lot, the term really is self mastery. You know, I don't think you could ever really like master yourself, but I think take control over these things that are holding you back. This is where you unlock that brand new level of yourself. Because oftentimes, what I found is the reason why people struggle so hard and for so long is because of self sabotage. And if you don't know what self sabotage is, self sabotage just means Mm -mm. I get in my own way. I am the one that gets in my own way. I am the one who. Is causing me to not be in the place I want to in my life. And one of the things that I learned a few years ago that really stuck with me is success is really 80% mindset and psychological and 20% systems. So if we apply that to fitness, basically what that means is your success in fitness is going to be 20% meal plan, training plan, macro split, recovery, supplementation, yada, yada, yada. And then 80% is going to be mindset, motivation. Breaking your habits, your belief systems, all right? Those things are really what dictate your results from you staying in the same place. And also like being a coach, when I have two people that I give the same training protocol to, guess what makes one person successful and the other person not? It's not the actual system itself it really comes down to their psychology, it comes down to what they believe. If someone does not believe that they're capable of losing weight and their identity is still attached to their weight, guess what? It doesn't matter what macros I give them. It doesn't matter what training split I give them. It doesn't matter what cardio regimen I give them. If they don't believe that they can lose the weight or if they're not ready to make the change, they're not going to lose the weight. They're not going to get where they want to be. And so what that shows us is it's actually good news because Oftentimes if you're if you feel stuck in life or you feel stuck with your goals, it's not necessarily a matter of like, oh, I need a new system, I need a new strategy, but it's actually like I need to dig deeper and figure out what limiting beliefs are holding me back back from getting to that next level of my life. Does that make sense? And one of the things I believe that holds a lot of individuals back. Is not the macros, it's not the training, it's not the cardio, but it's your vices, it's your bad habits, it's the things that you put in the back of your closet you don't talk about, it's the things that you're uncomfortable to reveal and talk about with other people. So, what I want to do today is I want to dive into that stuff because until you overcome these issues and these bad habits that you have had and you've built up over the last few years, you're never going to lose weight, you're never going to get the body you want, you're never going to get the life and the dreams that you want. So, I'm talking about alcohol. I'm talking about pornography. I'm talking about your late night snacking. I'm talking about smoking. I'm talking about playing video games. I'm talking about eating fast food. I'm talking about gambling. Like this is a real stuff that I really believe is holding men back from being the best version of themselves. These are also the things that no one wants to talk about. These are also the things that people are uncomfortable talking about. And I've gotten to a point now I'm like, I don't care if I make you uncomfortable. I don't care if this is something that's hard for you to talk about or think about. But I'm going to dive into it because I know the value in it and I know how much it's going to impact your life. And so these things are self-sabotaging your results. We talked about self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is when you get in your own way of getting the results that you want. Alcoholics don't change until they really hit rock bottom, right? Drug addicts don't change until they really hit rock bottom. Like if we were to look at the extreme of having a bad habit, we would talk about like someone who's like a raging alcoholic, talk about someone who's, you know, really struggling with drug addiction, which is very common. And so these people, when they they go through drug addiction, and I've been there before myself, you know, when they when they're categorized as alcoholics, they don't change their life until they hit rock bottom, until something bad happens. And I know even for myself, like when I was I was doing drugs, the thing that I didn't change that that took me to change was I actually got arrested. I got arrested when I was um 18 years old and I remember like sitting in the, the back of a cop car and being like man like this is not who I am. This is not what I was created to be. This is not what I I intended to be. And that was like my rock bottom moment. That was one of my rock bottom moments that I had throughout that time frame. There was a couple things that really happened during the during like an 8 week span where I was like man, I need to just surrender my life to God and change everything. But for a lot of people, they don't, they're not willing to make a change until they hit rock bottom. So what do you do if you're not at rock bottom? How do you prevent yourself from getting to that point where like your bad habits are bad and there's red flags and there's like caution tape up in your life? But you're like, I don't want to wait until I hit rock bottom in order to make a change. So what do you do? You know, one of the things that, that impacted my life 10 plus years ago, and I know it impacts the life of a lot of other men, is pornography. And I was like reading some stats about pornography, and, and it's pretty staggering when you actually look at the stats and how it affects the minds of men. Men aged 18 to 26, 86 percent of them watched pornography in the last year. Men in their 30s and 40s report that the most frequent report the most frequent use of pornography. So a majority of them, which is 57%, which is a lot, of men from age 30 to 50, report having watched porn in the last month. And 42% say that they have watched it in the past week. In contrast, 44% of young men and 26% of senior men say that they have watched it at some point in the past month. So for us to not talk about this topic and your vices, whether it's pornography, alcohol, TV, gambling, like that is doing a disservice to you because these are the things that are holding you back. 74% of men who reported watching pornography in the past 24 hours say that they have felt self-conscious or insecure in the past week. So guess what? If you feel self-conscious about yourself and if you feel insecure about yourself, guess how much more difficult it's gonna be to lose the weight or get the results that you want in your life. Guess how much more difficult it's gonna be to make the money that you want or get the promotion that you want or have the relationships that you want because you struggle with being self-confident. You struggle with being insecure. Men who report having watched pornography recently meaning within the past 24 hours, actually reported higher rates of loneliness. And so these bad habits are not separate from your overarching goals, but they literally are embedded into who you are as an individual. That's what I really want to dive into. Write this down in, in the comments or write this down in your notes if you're taking notes as you're listening to this. Show me your habits and vices and I will show you your life. Show me your habits and your vices and I will show you your life. If you walked me through a 24-hour time frame of your day, I could pretty much tell you how much money you're making, the quality of your relationships, the status of your body, the status of your health, strictly based off of your habits. It's your habits, it's your vices, it's the things that you don't tell people, it's the things that you put in the back of your closet that actually dictate and are the rudder at which the ship sails for your life, right? And just because it's something that you do in private doesn't mean it doesn't come out in public. Just because you do it in private doesn't mean it's not manifested somehow in public. And so you may have habits and you may have vices that you've been struggling with for years, but you've you've kind of just like written them off as the norm. You know, you're like, I, I just drink alcohol on the weekends because that's what I do. I know it's starting to affect me differently and now it's taking me into Monday and Tuesday, but like that's just what I do. Maybe you're like, yeah, I just love watching TV late into the night. And now you you watch three, four hours of TV every single night. I'm serious. I literally say that because I know people who do this. You watch three to four hours of TV every single night, which is causing you to sleep in, which is causing you not to wake up early, to do your meal prepping, to get the gym, et cetera. But it's just something you've been doing for years. Just because you've been doing it for years doesn't mean it can't be broken. Just because you've been struggling with gambling doesn't mean you can't change it. Just because you've been struggling with smoking cigarettes or whatever it is, doesn't mean you can't change it. And so these habits and these vices, I think we get to a point where we have this limiting belief where we're like, this is just a part of who I am. And I want to break that mindset to say like your habits and your vices are not your identity. And one of the things that I love, like when they took smokers, there's a study. They they took smokers and the smokers who identified themselves as I am a smoker versus smokers who identified themselves as I am someone who smokes – Those two people get very different outcomes when it comes down to breaking that addiction. The person who disassociated themselves with the smoking as an act, they're like, I am someone who struggles with smoking versus I am a smoker. Those people got two completely different results. And so you have to make sure like you're not identifying your habit with yourself and your identity. So there's three ways that you can break off these habits. Three ways. The first way is what we just spent the last couple of minutes talking about is awareness. So write that down in the comments if you're following along. Awareness. You must become aware that this is an issue. You know, if you're constantly hitting the snooze button in the morning and you don't think it's a big deal, nothing's ever going to change. If you just sit there and doom scroll social media all day long and you have no idea how much you're spending on social media, nothing's ever going to change. You need to become aware of these issues in your life. And And the way that you become aware is you change the standard at which you're living. And so maybe like for you, doom scrolling social media is completely acceptable. But if you want to become a new version of yourself, that has to become unacceptable in your life. Maybe, you know, drinking a bottle of wine every single night has been acceptable up until this point because you're so used to it for the last few years. But now you're at a point where like, this is unacceptable because I'm living a different lifestyle. And one of the best ways to become aware is to like surround yourself with people who have the life that you want and desire. And so for a lot of you guys who like join the program, once you join the program, you're like, oh, wow, like there's a different way of living. There's a different standard to which I do these things. And I know like, for a lot of my clients, once they start interacting with me and they see what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, their level of awareness changes. Oh, wow. like I don't have to. Snack uncontrollably. I can take control of these things. You need to be able to increase your level of awareness to whatever issue that you have in your life. How do you know if it's an issue? Is it producing fruit? Like, that's literally the question I ask myself. Is this habit or task producing fruit? And I know even for myself, like recently, one of the habits and things that I had to like break off and and really set a boundary with is like watching TV. It's like, is watching TV actually producing fruit in your life? There's nothing wrong with watching TV, but obviously there's a level that you have to get to. It just depends on the goals that you're setting for yourself. I will go through seasons where I don't watch TV at all because I'm so focused on my goals. And then there's seasons where I let myself watch TV. Where are you at in your life? What level and standard do you set for yourself? Number two, change your environment. Write that down. Change your environment. One of the first things alcoholics are taught to break free of their addiction of alcohol Get the alcohol out of your house. Do not go to bars. Don't hang around people who are alcoholics as well, right? Like you need to change your environment. And so if there's something you struggle with, if there's a vice or a bad habit that you constantly fall into, ruthlessly, ruthlessly, relentlessly shift your environment. So for me, one of the things I had to do to ruthlessly shift my environment to be more conducive for success is – I legitimately put my phone on airplane mode or do not disturb mode most of the day. Most of the day, my phone is just off because as I'm sure you can imagine, I receive a lot of notifications throughout the day. And so in order for me to stay focused on what I'm doing and move my life forward and be intentional, I have to put my phone on airplane mode. So when I wake up early in the morning, my phone does not come off airplane mode for at least an hour of my the first hour of my day because that's the time for myself. And so for me, I was struggling with my phone and just responding to messages, responding to notifications, being on social media, those different types of things. And so I had to change my environment to put my phone on airplane mode. If you struggle with eating ice cream, why are you buying ice cream at the grocery store? Do not have ice cream at your house. If you struggle with alcohol and you're like, man, I got to stop drinking, just literally get the alcohol out of your house. Change your environment. Stop hanging around people who do those things. And then number three is to replace the behavior. Number three is replace the behavior, okay? So let's say you struggle with watching TV late at night and you watch TV for three to four hours. Instead of just sitting there and not doing anything, you have to replace that behavior with something else. So pick up a book, start to listen to a podcast, start to meditate, start to journal, like pray, like whatever you gotta do to replace that habit. If you struggle with late night snacking, my recommendation for people who struggle with late night snacking is not just to cut out the late night snacks, it's to find a better alternative. So maybe it's like chocolate covered fruit. Maybe you go t- with protein ice cream. Maybe you go with like a rice cake or or you just figure out a way to replace that behavior you, you're having. And so it's not just about cutting the thing out because if you cut it out, then there's gonna be an empty void there, but it's gonna be about replacing that with something else. You struggle with alcohol on the weekends because that's what you like to do to wind down. Okay, let's figure out a different way that you can wind down and get some stress relief on the weekends. That doesn't have to do with alcohol. Right? So we change and replace the behavior. So if you want to change your bad habits, the most important thing you need to do is, is develop a level of awareness. The second most important thing you need to do is ch- actually change your environment. The third thing you need to do is actually replace that behavior. And this is a process. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. Maybe for some of you guys it will. But if you relentlessly and ruthlessly attack this and you raise the standard for your life, you can break free of whatever habit that you're facing right now, and I believe you can. All right? So I hope this was valuable. If this was valuable and you got value from this, take a screenshot of this, and then uh, send it over to me. Let me know. Share your thoughts. Much love. I believe in you. Let's get after it. I'll see you on the next training. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30-plus pounds build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at TrizzlemanFitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.